Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! I don't mind stealing bread from the mouth of decadence. But I can't feed off the powerless when my cup's already overfilled. Uh-huh. I'm going hungry. But it's on the table, the fire's cooking. And the farming babies, the slaves are working. I'm going hungry. I'm going hungry. Yeah. Oh, man. I, look, we did it a couple weeks ago. Um, and we're doing it again. But this time it's an RIP. I know. This time it's an RIP. Chris Who Cornell. Who knew? Man, I, I didn't know. I, I, he was one of the last ones, I thought. Um, and I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why. Like I, You know me. I've got like like weird, deep, dark 
like a take on on people's lives and why or why you wouldn't kill yourself, you know? Right. If Amy Schumer killed herself tomorrow, wouldn't be surprised. Really? Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. You'd be I, like, it all got to her or... Lena Dunham, if she killed herself tomorrow, sure. I'd be like, ah, cool. Like all of the... Because I, I, I think all of the things they say, they don't really believe where it's just like... Uh, uh, yeah, those two wouldn't surprise me. We were just like, oh, it creeps up on you. Neither did Robin Williams, by the way. A lot of people were shocked about that. I, I wasn't. I was not either. I wasn't either. I, I, like, I saw him, I, you know, I saw him at a bar maybe, I want to say a year before, two years before he died, and I, he seemed gone. Like, well, uh, every interview he ever did was very either serious or. He wasn't like that jolly of a guy in real life. And then I, um, he did a Marin. Right. Way back in the day. Right, and like right, right. really got into his depression and what it's really like and everything. And so it didn't surprise me. I wasn't like, oh my God, him. It just sucked. But I was like, yeah. Yeah. You know, if you yeah. let it, if you let it go. And, you, you know, the, the evidence is coming out and like, here's what's surprising about Chris Cornell to me personally. Okay. Um, I, one, I really did believe he was probably one of the top 10. I would say he's in the top 10 voices, male vocalists in rock history. I think, um, I, I wouldn't put him at one. Some, a lot of people were saying, Oh my God, he was number one. I'd still go Steve Perry from uh, journey, even though I'm not a gigantic journey fan. Cause they call Steve Perry the voice. Okay. And I, I man, how do you go wrong with that? Number two is probably... Can you compare uh, those two, though? You can't, but just as far as voices go, like male singing voices. Okay. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, like, that, that guy's a wizard. Um, so is uh, uh, Don What's-His-Nuts from the Eagles. And you know I always... Don Henley. Yeah. You know I always blank on the Eagles because they're always a snooze to me. Except yeah. for the documentary, which is the greatest rock documentary in the history of documentaries. Yes. And I love rock docs. Mm-hmm. Um, I got those at one, two, uh, three... I like. I still got to go Robert Plant, where it's like Vo- voice wise from Led Zeppelin. I don't like. He gets me, man. I don't know why. I love it. It's not a great voice. It's just got a lot of like emotion and and stuff behind it. I exactly, don't think anybody exactly. well, ever accused him of being an amazing singer. But though. I don't know anybody else who's got great emotion and energy. So that's why I was saying you can't really compare Chris Tough. Cornell to talking about my personal top 10. Yeah. So those are my one, those are my got one, you. two, three. Got you. Boom, bang, bang. Boom, um, bang, boom, bang. But, um, but you don't, sho- this one was shocking. And yeah, I will say you don't kill yourself when you're that good looking. He is a striking fellow. Yeah. I saw him Even in 52. one time yeah. in my hometown of Ojai, which sure. I think he either moved to for a little bit or he, every, every celebrity buys a little getaway house was he, in lo- Ojai. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this. Did you see him at a restaurant or, or was he going hungry? <laughs> nope. Too, is it too soon? Okay. No, I think it's a little bit late, to okay. be honest. Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, he was outside a health food store. And, you know, there's a lot of, like, hot hippies in Ojai, to be honest. Right. And he cut through all of that. I mean, is a striking... Yeah. Good-looking man. Hippie. Yep. Where you're just like, holy shit, I know he smells, but he is so good-looking. Yeah, if I, if I had to switch for the evening, like, if they said, hey, man, you got to switch for a million, like... Switch. You, switch. You know. Bodies? Go, yeah, go homo. Like if I had to go oh, home for the okay. night, switch like, hit. Got yeah, you, yeah, got yeah, you, yeah, got yeah. you, got so you. If he's he's there in the top top five, where it's just like, all right, I'll let that dude fuck me. Yeah, and what? He would fuck you? Well, no. I mean, that's that's the thing. They get a million dollars. Like that's that's the rules. Like Robert Redford fucks Demi Moore for that. Like oh, okay, okay you know okay, what I'm saying? Okay, like okay. I, nobody's fucking Chris Cornell. Like Chris Cornell's got enough money. Nobody's fucking him. Got you know what I'm saying? Where you. Like, I got you. Yeah. He's paying for okay. Totally. Even all my best friends, like, you know, shit, Matt, Jared, like all those. So we're talking indecent proposal from Chris Cornell. 100%. just died. Well, no, no, no. Look, look, if we're going back and looking back, hindsight is is everything here on this one. Sure. So if we're looking back on it and it was just like, oh, man, you need to pick five dudes and you get a million dollars to fucking bone you like you got to go gay for the night. Um, He's he's in that he's in that class. He's up there. 
Yeah. Because he's a thin, like, you know, he was a dainty man, shredded. And it was just like, all right, Mm -hmm. cool. Probably weighed about 160, 165. Probably. Not going to, it's not going to be some crazy, it's not like Shaquille O'Neal's on top of you. Right. Um, So that's that's one you would pick um, for sure. Sure. Um, You know, because he'd probably be singing in your ear. You know, it's just to yeah. kind of get you through it. And you're like, all right, cool. Right. And you're like, okay, yeah. this makes sense. Yeah, exactly. This all makes sense. But yeah, to go back to that and to not talk about this anymore. Sure. Well, um, well it, you know we're going it to. It would obviously. be. You know we're going to. <laughs> I'm just saying he was like a striking, seemed very healthy. I had, I didn't have any idea about like depression or anything no, like I, that but i did not know him and he was kind of a private dude so i guess sure. i don't know that's not weird but yeah i i because you know uh, people are saying oh, the, the the suicide is shocking once i read the police report of it it wasn't really shocking to me uh and in case you don't know i'll tell you um they found they found him uh he had secured a red elastic exercise band attached to a carabiner you know one of those carabiners you go uh rock climbing with Oh, okay. Really strong. Keys. Yeah. The, what, the, what well, have yeah, you? yeah. They're, they're, you know, you'll see a lot of people at the gym hanging up their keys on carabiners like they rock climb on the weekends. There's no fucking rocks around here. Sure. Rock climb. Sure, uh, sure, sure. So he secured that to the top of a hotel bathroom door. Uh, the carabiner, um, uh, it can withstand an enormous amount of weight, those things. Right. I mean, it's built for rock for climbing. For rock climbing. So, yeah. Um, it says Cornell jammed the door shut with the carabiner at the top of the frame. The carabiner was jammed so tight in that it left an indentation in in the door frame itself um and then uh you know they 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 found him hanging there so i'm st- I, i'm not confused about it but uh, to me that so- that is very careful planning and that's something you would you would have had to have thought about for a while that that that, that just doesn't happen cuz here's the timeline how do you keep for yourself the- from not ha- from not getting up, though. Well, here's the timeline of it. Let me give it the timeline real quick, and then I'll answer that question. Timeline is he's dead from an hour from the stage to his hotel. He plays a rock, he plays a show in Detroit. He it, was in Detroit, though. I uh, why would you kill yourself in Detroit? That's another thing. Like, why? No would, one. Why just would go to you want to live? City. Once you. Yeah, that's true. Were, have been there. But I'm they've joking. got him. They've got him <laughs> taking everyone. pictures with fans uh, and selfies from 10, 15 minutes after the show. It gives them 45 minutes. They said the, the hotel was a half a mile mm-hmm. from the venue itself. So he was back to the hotel in like five minutes. Okay. Uh, so at this point, you're looking at about 40 minutes. He had a conversation with his wife. Um, she said he sounded a little groggy. And uh, a few minutes later, she called one of his security people. At this point, your timeline's down to about 40 minutes to 35 minutes. And if you're going to tell me that it was just spur of the moment, oh, hey, I'm going to grab my carabiner and my exercise band that I work out with every single day on the road and just go and magically hang myself in a hotel bathroom, which now here's where you're to answer your question, where it comes into play of height and how you can hang yourself and get that high up and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you go top of the door frame, you're looking at six feet. Okay. Um, your head is going to have a couple inches on that. So he's probably got just enough space at that point, but it's not by much, not by much at all, uh, which is why I think it's stretch so much though. But if those you exercise, no, if, if you, if you tie them off, you're good to go. Okay. So you're going to have to tie yourself off in that. Um, which is again, all of this feeds into my theory of why this wasn't a spur of the moment thing. Um, I think that he was probably thinking about it for a while probably came up with the best things to do it because that's a fast turnaround 40 to 35 minutes to to kill yourself inside a hotel bathroom that's that's not like a spur of the moment like hey i'm just gonna go ahead and do this um that actually could be counterintuitive like he didn't call he didn't leave a note he didn't call any people like that no, and and he talked to his wife, talked to his wife, but didn't like say anything like weird, like I love you. I mean, it might come out or whatever. We don't know. We don't know that. But then it really to just be like, like that almost could work in the other way, which is what they're saying, right? That he overdosed on. this. She is saying the wife is saying that he overdosed on uh, Ativan. Right. which but is, she said th- that he had no plan or desire to ki- to kill himself ever. So, the, one of the side effects of Ativan, but 
is suicide is, is suicidal ten suicidal thoughts or whatever but to be fair so is like every other drug really if you go so down so is on being on hold with fucking bank of america or at&t but for so is like a half hour that's Xanax, paxil like all these other ones like if you go through the yeah. the side effects yeah. most of them have suicidal thoughts but um so either either one can be true, right? Like you thought about it and boom, this is the time or you didn't think about it at all and it just popped into your mind and you did it. Do you know what I mean? I think it's hard to hang yourself on the first try. Um, I really do. Because so, it's OK. Again, so he that was height, practiced or something? That height and weight? No, I, but I think, you know, if you're if you're going to play the theory that he got lucky, then you're saying that he got it right on the first try. I think. Not that he practiced it, but I think he lined it up in other hotel rooms. A door's a door. You know, a bathroom door is the same height in any hotel room. So you can probably judge the height by other places. So he probably had thought about it. This is, again, this is complete speculation on my part. Right. He probably thought about it for quite some time, had kind of shut the door, probably put it up, you know, tried different methods, realized things didn't work. Again, the stretchiness, the elastic of it, mm-hmm. like... Um, but I, I, I don't think you get this right on the first try in a hotel room. Uh, very similar to the Aaron Hernandez thing of how do you, how does one hang themselves by a prison window? Uh, again, he put soap on the floor so he couldn't get any traction, whatever, couldn't stop himself simply for that reason of, you know, height wise, it's going to be close right? and you don't want to be able to, but if we're okay, so if we're comparing Aaron Hernandez put a lot of thought to the point where all of that and notes or letters to everyone, uh, money where it needed to be. You know yep. what I mean? Like, so this again leads me to why I don't think Chris Cornell, like, uh, I don't think thought about it. No, it's, it's tough. Like I, I think my, is my overall guess. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's one of those things where he probably wanted it to go wrong or probably needed help for something else. And it was just like, all right, cool. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You, look, you could be right. I don't know. But I mean, if it's, you know, you have to for a second think about the wife being like, really? He never even like, there's no even depression or anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you have to at least for one second listen to the wife and be like, okay okay i guess but i mean that's a little bit crazy but again you just in those situations if you don't leave a note if you're not like calling people if you're not you know talking about it previously you have no idea what's going on in that moment what happens what happens that shit is so crazy to me as i've said before killing yourself is the craziest fucking thing it is i can think of ever it's insane to me but anyway, so you don't know. You don't know. And so is it going to come out? So the toxicology is going to come out. Toxicology is going to come out. If there was other shit in his system, because look, it, there was no and hi- he, hiding the fact that he was an addict. and Back and, you know, in the day, right? Back in the day and he was sober and like. Right. Um, hey, who knows? That happens You too. never know. Like he, he like, could have just gone off the rails me. and yeah. was just like, ah, fuck it. Like, that I'm would done not with this. surprise me. I'm in Detroit. Fuck it. Yeah. You never want to be in Detroit, just just hanging out. But I out mean, for if you wanted to like get some drugs, don't you feel like? Yeah, Detroit's Detroit. A good, uh, yeah, Detroit's a good town for it. Boom. Um, but you know, eh. nah, don't know. But it's it's a, again, it is sad when someone that good looking dies. It's just like, fuck. Yeah. Um the the other the other one that that got me was um, you know, Avril Lavigne's death. That that that's what got me as well. What are you talking about? Uh, have you heard this 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 conspiracy theory that, no. that Avril Lavigne has been dead for fourteen years? <laughs> yeah, and that she's uh, there was a there's this huge conspiracy going around oh, uh, that Avril Lavigne died in two thousand three, and that she was replaced by a lookalike named Melissa. And there's a huge what? conspiracy theory on. Uh, uh, on, on Reddit and, and Twitter and all this shit. And they were saying, look, if you look at the pictures between her after 2003 <laughs> and her before, that, like her face is different. This girl's oh, way hotter. Uh, her spelling, her writing, all of this shit. Like, um, it's really fucking funny. 
Um, because I, I I looked at it and I was just like, all right. I, I Is it think, just somebody growing up and their face changing, or like? I, yeah, what? yeah, I think she, I think she grew up and yeah. I think she got hot. Um, and I think because I didn't think she was attractive when she was younger. Or whatever. No, she looked like she smelled. Yeah, and I think she grew up and kind of got hotter and was also. I think the Nickelback effect had a lot to do with it, where it's just like, oh man, you were. We're not gonna forget that you were married to the lead singer of Nickelback. He or some forty-one. Chad, I thought she was married to Chad Kroger. Well, here God we go. God damn it! If you got this wrong again, and you keep fucking up these conversations, <laughs> it's gonna. Uh, Jesse and Ross look at the internet while people listen at home. Yeah. Jesse and Ross look at the internet. Look at the internet. Uh, it, it might be both. She might have been married to both, but she was definitely married to the lead singer of Some Forty One. Yes, uh, they, they, it was Chad Kroger, the, the lead singer of Nickelback. I, I, I literally question everything I say now. Um, no, but she was married no, to him too, or so dated they, him yeah, for they, a long time. Yeah, they were dated. Um, but, they dated. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, but Chad, yeah, the, the lead singer of Nickelback. Okay. So she, look. I wasn't saying she, he, if she married, wasn't. I was saying she also did. Uh, sure. Um, but if you're married to the lead singer of Nickelback, let, let's face it, you, you, you probably do want to kill yourself. Yeah. You probably want to end your life where you're just like, oh my God. Because w- they got divorced, obviously. And she, one day she woke up and she, she looked in the mirror mm-hmm. and she said to herself, I don't have a, a workout band. I don't have a carabiner. Right. And I'm married to the lead singer of Nickelback. What, what do the I fuck do? What do I do? What do I do? Yep. And so instead of killing herself, she got a divorce, which was smart. Very. Which was smart. But again, according to conspiracy theories, she has she has been her stunt double named Melissa for 14 years for 14 fucking years. Um, and and uh, the, the beauty of this story is when this came out a couple days ago, she tweeted a photo for like the first time in a long time and just said, hey, you guys working on music, you know, can't wait for you to hear it. But her head was down. Oh God! So, like, whether she had read this and is feeding into this, who has time for this? That's really funny. Uh, look, if because so, I've I've never liked Avril Lavigne, that's not a secret. But if sure. she did that on purpose after reading the the, the internet, then, and then I was would just like, like her. Oh, then I would like congratulations. her. Congratulations! I know you're on the team. The yes, internet, the internet remains undefeated. Yeah. Thank you, Avril Lavigne. <laughs> yes, you win oh fuck uh by the way we get some sponsors who pay for this week. oh my gosh I, I, just, I just started being a little chatty kathy and i was i was not concerned with with the format of the show i'm so sorry uh look kids first and foremost uh i want to i want to tell you this I had a couple pinched nerves in my neck and my uh my back i get uh, diagnosed with a like some burn sp- spur thing in my neck that's that's pinching a nerve or whatever and it's supposed to free itself i'm on a lot of meds i'm on a lot of meds right now um i got some gigantic needle in my back which cortisone shot which uh no it was something else it's got steroids and something some other kind of fucking thing and it it said it fans out in your body okay but what, what she did say was this there was a female doctor today and she goes uh you ready for the big stick and i was like wait what and she was like, oh, this you is... You were gone for a long time. I was gone for a long time. The, the, this was, she was like, this is one of the biggest needles we got. And she's like, it's going to take a long time to pump you full of this shit. And I was like, all right, cool. She, it was a mixture uh, of three different things. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, I forget what it was. And anyways, then afterwards, you, you bleed. I was bleeding for a little bit. And then they rub it in. So they rub in like the medication, the, the medicine, once it's inside your your muscle tissue to like spread it out okay so she was like you might want to grab something or whatever and i was just like oh my god like in my mind one of the you know one of the worst pains ever um and literally she was like are you like in the middle of it she was like okay you know like trying to talk me through it she's like are you okay and i'm like i'm fine but i was like have you seen stranger things she's like yeah and i'm like right now i I'm in so much pain. I'm in the upside downward. I, I feel. I feel mm. like I, I feel like I can bring Barb out of this right. if you don't fucking take this needle out of me. Like right. I think I might be able to bring her back right. by the time whatever the fuck you're shooting into me is done. Um, 
that's 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 how much that I've 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 tossed in this. Like I've gone over. Yeah. And uh, you know, also the the traditional, you know, Vicodin muscle relaxer, ibuprofen, all that shit. You got it. That that combo. Um, it's taking me downtown Julie Brown right now. <laughs> Had so. to get a pinch nerve to do it, but you got oh, it. Oh, boy. Uh, In I, North Carolina, I, that's I, a I huge deal. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't wish this pain on anybody, though. This has been fucking, it's been a miserable few days. Um, but with that, with that said, uh, that, doesn't, that doesn't preclude me from talking about our sponsors. And the, the first time I'm talking about straightrazors.com. Uh, a lot of people are converting, Javes. A lot of people are converting. I, I see a lot on my Facebook of like, hey, man, just bought the straight razors. You weren't fucking lying. And I was like, I know. Yeah. In particular, that aftershave, the smolder. Smolder is the fucking jam. Um, if you're an X-Files fan, they should make a series <laughs> out of it. Smolder, you know, smolder is... Uh, That's Scully really and Mulder mixed Scully together. Scully and Smolder mixed together. So uh, go to straightrazors.com. They've got the number one ranked uh, aftershave in the world, number rank, rank, ranked cologne in the world. They've got uh, shampoos, conditioners, beard oils. You name it. It's, it's the manliest products for the manliest men. And their straight razors are the fucking jam. Uh, I know you're not going to believe this, but they were like, dude, you look like late 20s. We can't fucking believe this. Who said that? The 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 nurses at the the doctors today. Really? Yeah, they were like, I I don't, and I was like, dude, straight razors, straight razors. Um, I, flirty time, flirty time no, at the office. They were, oh, uh, stop it! You they don't were late miss 50s. a chance. They they were they were they were late fifties, Jabes. That <laughs> doctor's office isn't the one you do it at. You know what I'm saying? Right, I hear it's you. It's not the uh, it's not the venue for that. Uh, but go to straightrazors.com. Uh, type in the promo code REVOLUTION, you get 20% off. Next up, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Super delayed on that, James. Super well, delayed on that. Uh, Strikeforce Energy is, is what's keeping me awake right now. Um, yeah. I get, well, look, there's nothing wrong with a little, a little Strikeforce and, and, and Vicodin. That sounds like an amazing combo. Yeah. It used to be my favorite Vicodin and energy drinks. Yeah. So uh, go to strikeforceenergy.com for the tastiest, tiniest little tin pouch. Uh, it goes, look, you just tear it off. It goes in every single liquid available, beers, waters, Kool-Aids, uh, you name it. Um, and it'll keep you going. It's better than five-hour energy. It's, it's a liquid, actually, so it's not a powder. You don't have to fucking stir it with your goddamn finger like a child, like you're making lemonade in the front yard and selling it to the neighbors. Uh, this, this actually goes straight into the drink and then straight into your mouth. Uh, type in the promo code revolution on strikeforceenergy.com. You get 20% off. They ship everywhere in the entire world and they get a subscription of the month club, which is nice. Uh, last but not least, we got at night. She cries while he rides his steed. The first ever romance novel for dudes. Nay. Oh, <laughs> that, was, that was soft. James, that was soft. Oh boy. Uh, Night She Cries While He Rides His Tea is written by Ross, Ross Michael Patterson. Um, look, I'm on, I, I'm on heavy meds, kid, kids, so it's, it's time for me to be honest. It's the funniest book I've ever written. Uh, like, I'm, I'm just not going to lie to you. If it's not, and if the audi- Audible version of onaudible.com isn't the greatest book you've ever heard, you can, you can walk up to me and just punch me in the dick. You just got to say, hey, Ross, dude, read your book. I didn't like it. Heard the Audible, didn't like it. And then you can punch me in the dick. You're not going to punch me in the dick. That's why I'm, I'm making this guarantee. I want up, guarantees. You can pick up a night she cries while he rides his steed on uh, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, Walmart.com, all the dot-coms, you name it, in bookstores everywhere. Uh, tell them Ross sent you. They're not going to say anything back to you, but just tell them I sent you. Uh, is it weird that when Chris Cornell died, that my first thought was stranglebation? Me too. My always... Whenever Especially any when it's a celebrity, surprise, well, yeah, whenever any celebrity dies, I am, my mind immediately goes to strangulation. Because what? David Carradine. Yes. No. Is it David Carradine? Oh boy, we're not doing this, shapes. I, l- literally, you don't know one goddamn person on God's green earth, do you? Is that an excess guy? Uh, no. The, he he was he was as well. He was a strangulation oh. guy. Oh, so they both did. Yeah. Okay. David Carradine, though, is probably the, the most infamous because he did it in uh, like an Asian closet in a hotel room. And he was like uh, dressed as a gay show. I think to me, the NXS guy was the most famous of like. Really? But you, you don't know his name? Uh, n- no. No, no. Do you? 
Don't I, fucking come I, for me, dude. No, I'm not. Don't fucking you know come what? for me. I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not that thing, a fan of NXS. Like that NXS didn't me neither. But my I life. remember that like story. But David Carradine was just like that I remember. Kill Bill and and you know yes. all, all the fucking yes. shit. Yes. Uh, I mean, fuck man, he was a Shaolin monk for Christ's sakes. Um, that one was a, was a shocker where I was like, oh shit. And then I saw the autopsy photos. Go look at the autopsy photos of David Carradine, by the way. Me? Uh, no. You don't have to go to the dark web for these either. Why? Oh, uh, they're creepy. Super creepy. But I guess, look, if you're, if you're in, like, if you're a hardcore strangle baiter. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's kind of exactly how you, like, I pictured you would die. Like, well, like David yeah. Carradine. But like dressed so as a geisha what, and the whole shit. Where you're so just like, what is the deal? With stranglebation? So, well, I hear that it, it's a, like only a one and a half times like better orgasm. Yeah, but that's so, enough. But you, that's could, enough. you could die yeah, well, that's for the, one to two times better. That's enough for most people, you know? That's I enough. guess when it gets to a, you know, a, a certain age right no i think i think it gets to a certain level of fame too um, okay nothing the, with, will do it anymore yeah with the nxs guy and with fucking david carradine it's like all right man i fucked so many girls at this point like where do i go next like that's that that's what i think they like, like in their mind was just like where do i go next man, right let's fucking strangle bait and then you're just like oh shit i got pretty goddamn close to the the ledge on this one this was kind of dope. Maybe I'll keep doing right, it. Right, right. And then there's that part of it too. Like I yeah. could have died, but yeah. I didn't. You, you yeah, didn't yeah, yeah, die. yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't fucking I die. get a, I get all of it. And I get us I guess at a certain point or age or whatever you're saying, like To me, I would You I, know, what would it be worth to have a different orgasm, right? At a yeah. certain point it's like that's what it is. Sure. It's great. Sure. But that that it feels that's what it feels like, right? Yeah. And and the the other thing to me is the embarrassment of it like uh, like for me personally i i don't want to fucking have my my family like that's how yeah that outweighs all of that because it's like oh hey like like if my son was like oh how did my father die stranglebation Mm -hmm. i'm sorry Mm -hmm. what was that Mm -hmm. uh it was stranglebation he died from stranglebation oh okay because then he'd have to answer that the rest of his life because you don't think about this i i do because i have a you know my father passed away so like uh, I have to answer this question. Uh, a matter of fact, I had to answer it. Fuck, two weeks ago, when I got that fucking life insurance. Oh, oh, yeah, jacked up mm-hmm. um, to a higher amount, and they were like, "Hey, you have any family members that died? Is your father still alive? Is your mother still alive? How did they die?" Right. And then you have to tell them that's whatever the, the yeah. thing is on the death certificate. If it's stranglebation, how do you? That is rough. Norm Macdonald does a thing on it where it's like you could have the greatest dad in the world, right? Just like did everything for you, was just like the best yep. charity, yeah. like everything. Yeah. And if you die strangulation, oh, you can just erase all of that 100%. because the only thing that you're going to remember is the strangulation. Is that. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all you're going to re- be remembered by. And like a lot of people don't think about that. Or I, but I, I do like that, that, that type of shit thinks like I think about it where it's just like, oh fuck. Like the Anthony Weiner shit went down today where he Ugh. got two years in prison for, for sexting a 15 year old girl. And it's that like is garbage trash. Well, but here, here's why you don't, don't fucking text strangers that you don't know. Like that's another one where it's like, Hey, now he's going to spend two years in jail. Uh, his wife divorced him an hour after the trial fucking was over today. Finally. Uma. Huma, I don't get it either. Boom dog, dude. What is your dealio? Huma was hot and powerful, like for many, many years. What was her fucking deal with that dude? I mean, they should have gotten divorced 90 90 years ago. Uh, Probably would have saved the presidential campaign. Yeah. In love, craziness, insecurity. I have no Uh, idea, but it's a tale as old as time. And you just like look at her and you're like, really? It got you too, huh? Like there's no, there's no escaping like a, a really manipulative dude like that lying. I, yeah, the, manipulative yeah, dude. Just be smart. Just be smart about it. Like, you, would you say you're smart enough about life to figure shit out? Would I? Would you join Scientology? No. Exactly. So why, why the fuck would you let Anthony Weiner 
control that's, you as a person. I mean, that's an age old. That's a question. That it's not that age old. Like that. It, it is, is of like, why did that girl like? Why did she do that for that guy? I mean, people ask that all the time. Like, well, here's you my... don't see what you know. Here's, like... here's what I think. I think beforehand, because he was he was a senator, you know. Yeah, he was a congressman. So I I I think not only did it work out for both of them as a power couple right she was working with hillary yes he was fucking a congressman and center um and then they got together and it was a you know it was a nice power couple moments but he was a he was a very good public speaker and when he did rallies and shit like he was people, a manipulative politician right but people loved him <laughs> yes and, and enough to win and and enough that there was for a brief moment there was chatter of him like, hey, I'm going to run for president. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, that's I'm going to try to run for president. And so I think she got caught up in that. And then once this other shit exploded, I think she was already on the Hillary train and it was too late to jump off. So at this point, it's stand by your man, because let's face it, Hillary was with the ultimate serial right. cheater of all time. So therefore, right. those conversations were like, just stay with them. Yeah. Just figure it because out. Because if, if Huma is going to kill you, if, yeah. If, if Huma gets divorced from from Wiener, then everybody will look at Hillary and be like, "Wait, so your top aide is able to get a divorce from from sexual scandals, but you're not as Hillary mm-hmm. Clinton, and we're going to trust you to run for president and and all this shit." So you know, if you look back on it, she ran in 08. She lost to Obama in the in the primaries, and then became you know Secretary of State or whatever. Uh, so I think she's been living with this fucking lie and this hatred for this dude for fuck. You're looking at you know, nine years at this point. Um, Huma. Yeah. Yeah. Because Hillary's been going full board. Yeah. You can't, you can't get off. That train's been going. You right, can't get right, off. Right. But now finally you have a, a, a clean break where Hillary didn't win. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets convicted and it's like, all right, if she's going to recharge and make a run, it's, uh, cause I always said, Look, I've, uh, my Rostradamus prediction was that she was going to run for mayor of New York City and, and replace de Blasio. Right. Um, and I still think that's going to happen. Uh, and if that does, this is your outs right now. You have this small window to fucking jump out of this relationship. He's going to jail. She's not going to be able to run until, you know, uh, the fall or whatever it's going to be. Mm. So it's like our, our 2018. Uh, so I think... Here's the window, and, and I think she finally got out. Yeah. But I don't think she could get out for the last nine years. Right. That's just a guess. It sounds about right. I don't know any other reason why someone's. I don't either. So she'll, she'll never do an interview about it. Seemingly smart. I, I, think if Hillary, get... I think if Hillary loses, she'll do a book and then come out and be like, hey, man, here's the real fucking Well, even shit. in that Wiener thing, that Wiener doc, it's not, it didn't seem like she was not wanting to be there. It seemed like she was genuinely like, loved him and oh, yeah. heartbroken yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah not Absolutely. like fuck this i've got to fucking keep right. us you know she wasn't she's not face. a hardcore bitch no, where it's just no. like yo it seemed just like like i'm genuinely heartbroken over this and i'm not sure what to do um so different than hillary a little bit do you ever think about like what hillary and clinton's like conversations at home are like hillary and bill yeah sorry hillary and bill uh I, I don't know that they spend too much time together. And when they really, do, yes. Uh, and when they do, because he's always off giving speeches. Okay. So is she. Okay. Um, I think it's, I think it's a lot like the, it's like a business. I, I, no, relationship. I don't want to like go old school, dropping fucking knowledge here, but it's, it's only because I did so much research for a movie on him, but uh, uh, it reminds me very much of, of FDR and, uh, and the misses. Eleanor. Know? Yeah. Uh, that's what it reminds me of where, she, they were apart so much. There was a couple of years where they only saw each other like six total days. Where it was just like, oh, all right, cool. And if your schedule, and I remember thinking to myself as I was reading all of these biographies on him, if your schedule was that crazy back in nineteen the 1930s, imagine what it would be now. Because, yeah. I mean, I, I just saw Obama giving a speech in Italy uh, that he got paid $4 million for. Um, for a climate climate change, mm-hmm. which she took a private jet over there, um, like way to go! Yeah, we we care about our carbon footprints. Meanwhile, I'm going to take 18 private jets and pay for all the right. secret service. Whatever, uh, I'm not going to ra- ra- rail on that tonight. But uh, 
looking at Obama's schedule now where it's like, shit, he is, fuck, I've seen that guy in at least 12 different countries since he left office where you're like, oh, fuck. Like, you're still, you're still busy and you're still yeah. able to do shit and, yeah. um, you know. Yeah, and, and I guess they were never really just, like, sitting by the fire, like, having a conversation every night or dinner together every night. Nope. But, like, I just feel like, what is that? Like what? What kind of like warmth do they have towards none, each other? None. 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 It's just such a, of a business. Dur- a dur- I think it's a Duraflame relationship. It's it lasts about four hours, right? And then after that, Bill's like, "Cool." But you man, don't even really get a lot of, of here. yeah. You don't get a lot of warmth off the Duraflame. No, no. You get just enough where you're just like, "All right, we're you good. get the we're color good, we're good, we're good, and like and it looks now like now we're gonna. Fire. I'm good. We're, yeah. I'm, I get a, I get a bounce. Yeah, it's gonna last about four hours, and I get the fuck out of here. I got to go back to uh to to nailing uh, Gina Gershon is what Bill is probably thinking, you know. Is he? That was a, that was a long-standing rumor that that Gina what? Gershon was the chick for years, and if it is, hey, I get it, you know. I get it too. I get it. What I don't get though, Jables, is did you see this Bubbles movie sold for twenty million dollars to Netflix? How is this gonna work? Yeah, yeah for the first of all, for, do do you know who Bubbles is? By the way, well, I know it's the monkey. Yeah, for from Michael Jackson's. It's Michael Jackson's monkey. But I'm gonna. The only reason I know that is the only thing I would associate bubbles with. Sure. Well, I don't know any other bubbles. I would have. I would have initially thought uh, that that package with the pink bubbles for kids that you put in a thing and like maybe they were gonna make an animated movie. Okay. Off of that, because they're doing that a lot now. Like, there's an emoji. There's a movie called The Emojis yes, coming yes, out this yes. summer. I saw the preview the other night. Angry so I, Birds, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I thought for a second, I was like, oh, maybe these bubbles come to life and try to, you know, get out to sea or whatever the fuck it is. Um, my imagination ran wild. Sure. Until I clicked it. And I was like, wait, I'm sorry. Are you making a movie about Michael Jackson's monkey? His monkey. How? What? So it, I was ha- when I said I was half right, it is. It is going to be stop motion animation. Oh, like old school? I don't know. But 20 million, if it's 20 Stop million motion. dollars, yeah. it's not going to be. Wait, is that like Coraline or like. Old um, school. Is stop motion more like uh, um, night, bef- night Before Christmas? I don't know. Uh, Boy, Jesse, you're digging yourself into a deeper and deeper hole here. I don't know what fuck? stop motion animation is. Um, but what. You, <laughs> dude. But what I do know is this. You don't know it and you're giving me shit for not knowing it. $20 million. Dollar, no, but I'm, I'm openly saying I don't know. Um, I'm trying to figure out what, what kind of stuff. Is it claymation? I mean, how, how fucking. $20 million. Dollars. It's $20 million okay. is what it is. So okay. for $20 million, what I kept thinking to myself is why? Why would Netflix pay $20 million right. for something like that? I mean, that's, for Christ's sakes, that's fucking, you know, 10 or 20 range 15s. Yeah. That's like yeah. 10 or 20 fucking super troopers. Yeah. Why not just make fucking 10 super trooper sequels and call it a day? Why give $20 million to Bubbles? And I, I ended up like, cause I'll go deep on this shit. Like I'll, I'll go deep into posts and threads and all that other shit. And somebody on deadline.com, which is like a super insider Hollywood site that I read had said, this is the only way to exploit Michael Jackson without having to get the rights from him. If it's told from bubbles POV, therefore it's a parody. Oh. Therefore you can parody them. So, and when I dug further, it is from bubbles POV and so you can have all these crazy people in his life and you never have to mention by name who they are. You're going to know it's Michael Jackson. You're going to know it's Latoya Jackson. You're going to know like all of these people. So it's kind of a, a, a backdoor into that, that world and that life without having to secure the life rights for it. Is that how they did that one with Ray Fiennes? Never aired, so I didn't get to see it. Okay, but I, that's my guess. The idea they made it so over the top ridiculous that it was a parody. No, is that what you're I, saying? I don't think you're allowed to say like, you know, I, they I did, wouldn't say like who it is. It's just like everybody has the likeness. I did one with Darnell Dawkins, Mouth Guitar Legend, um, where it was, you know, for those who haven't seen it, it was a movie I wrote and produced and starred in, where I played uh, Jimi Hendrix's best friend as a child, uh, all the way through adulthood. So we had Jimi Hendrix throughout the entire movie. Now, the Hendrix family would not give us any of the music. Um, they wanted $100,000 per song. Right. Uh, and they also said, be careful how you use Jimmy's likeness and image. 
Um, and I got that warning from the lawyer or whatever, mm-hmm. but in the fair use, there's a, there's a fair use law for parody where you're allowed to talk about somebody or, or use them as long as, you know, you're not defaming them and everybody clearly knows it's a parody. It's a really fucking hard law because you can sue, but it's hard to enforce to determine someone's, uh, someone's intent. Right. So. Uh, with with this, this is the loophole into the Michael Jackson that's world and family, smart. and yeah, so that's how they're gonna do it. Um, hmm. uh, Twenty million dollars though is a lot, and I know. I, look, a- animation is costly. I just got a quote for an animation movie, and I was uh, literally like, I almost threw my chair out the window. Where I was like, "Wait, what?" Like, I called the the animation house, and I was like, "How much is this again?" And they were like, oh, well, you know, it's this and whatever. And they were like, we, you know, you've got to, it's got to stop and be replayed over and over and over again for every single frame because it's animation. I was like, oh shit, you're right. Mm. So animation is expensive. Okay. Um, I thought it was less expensive. Well, it depends on what you do. If you don't like this type of shit, like it's costly. Uh, Like Archer. The stop motion. Archer, they said was, was pretty cheap. Yeah. Looks very comic book. It's not super intricate, right? But yeah. I, I so mean, this, uh, you know, you can have like 2D, 3D animation. And, yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. Stop motion animation. I've gotten. I mean, that is literally frame. By, by frame. Frame. And I That's got it. Insane. Ironically, the movie that I've, I hired out for stop motion animation was Darnell Dawkins' Mouth Guitar Legend. And this guy did it on his own, but I didn't get to see him shoot it. Um super talented dude and uh i didn't get to see him shoot it frame by frame it just kind of showed up and he was exhausted a month later and was just like hey man so here's what i did and i was like all right but i didn't i really i really didn't chat with him about his process so i can't really speak on it that much but uh <laughs> but that's what it is you move it one yeah one thing and i want to say it was 90 seconds is what i what i ordered from him and uh it, it took him a long goddamn time. Uh, that that I mean, so I, if you're doing a full ninety minute feature on it, would it cost twenty million? I don't. Maybe. Um, Probably depends on what it looks like. Depends Probably. on who you got to do the voices. There's a bunch of, of factors that go into that budget, but uh, yeah. Either way, that seems a little excessive on a on a stop motion animation movie about bubbles. Michael Jackson's monkey seems weird. It seems weird, but you say they're trying to like get out everything they want to get out about Michael Jackson through the eyes of yeah. yeah so you're trying to they're basically him. making yeah. a Michael Jackson movie yeah. without Michael Jackson, uh, and this one's about bubbles and yeah. just the people in Bubbles' life. Sure, but there, I will say this: there is a bunch of crazy stories about this monkey. So like, y- yeah, he's been to the Playboy Mansion. He's been everywhere, and it's like, it, it could be... <laughs> I don't you know, even know if that's true. That is true. Oh, um, cool. it, it could be one of those things, looking back, where you're like, well, eh, maybe I was wrong to fucking shit on a $20 million budget for Bubbles. Because there, there was this one story that I read a long time ago where um, LaToya Jackson was the one who had to come down and tell Bubbles that Michael died. Tell? <laughs> yeah. She went down to tell the monkey that Michael Jackson had died. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. And um, boy, and the monkey apparently. Then this is according to the trainers and the other shit. It was in Florida. The monkey remembered who she was, uh, uh-huh. and was genuinely sad and upset like, mm-hmm. for days that Michael Jackson had died. Uh, whether or not any of this is true. I don't know, but doesn't whether make for, or not it's true. Doesn't make for a good movie. You betcha. Absolutely. You betcha. I would uh, watch that. I would watch that exchange animated. I, I, yeah, I, I don't like. Even with like thinking back in the Latoya story, I'd almost rather see that live, live animated. Like I think Nicki Minaj would make a great Latoya. Oh uh, yeah. You know. Yes, she would definitely make a great Latoya. You know, Latoya, I think is uh, not busy. <laughs> she could maybe, and she wouldn't mind. Wow, well, you never know. Uh, offer her enough. You never know. You never know with Latoya. Uh, you know that's the like, thing. She's about her. the she's the live wire, huh? Yeah. Latoya's offer the... her enough. Like what? What's what, what? What do you think the dollar amount is for Latoya to come back and do that movie? Eighty dollars. Yeah, 
Maybe. At a minimum. Yeah. Uh, maybe some food. 80 for the year. Yeah. 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 I, Salary for the she, year. She's not. She's definitely not. But I wonder if all the family got a cut of his money and they just don't give a fuck. Yeah, because I, w- I, w- I did see her like she was popping up in like reality shows and they were all trying to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was for a long time. Stuff, and then he and died. And then, and then it was like, boom, boom, bye. They're all gone. All gone. And I was like, oh, shit. And like Jackson's like, or um, Tito. Janet. Janet's Janet. like, whenever, bye. I'm going to fucking have a baby now. Well, and Janet, like, was leave. Al- Janet was always rich independently on her own. Yeah. So I don't think she gave a fuck. Um, but I think the rest of them did. So it was just one of those things where it was just like, uh, hey, man, we've got enough money. We don't have to do this bullshit anymore and try to preserve the legacy. Or was that written in the will where it's like, hey, you're going to have very limited interaction with the fucking outside world. Let's not let's not fuck this up. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I read somewhere that the the Michael Jackson estate yearly is making between 100 and 150 million dollars a year. Merchandise, songs, music, licensing, all that shit. So, like, I wonder there was either a stipulation inside the will or, you know, they got down together and were like, fuck, we're rich. We don't have to do this stupid shit anymore. Like, why are we I doing mean, this finally, stupid shit? I mean, finally. Yeah. 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 Gosh, we all went a little. They were like, we all went a little nuts, huh? Yeah. I mean, we all kind of like went off the deep end, off didn't the rail, we? Huh? Let's uh, let's quit this shit. We're fucking good. Good. Uh, good, 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 good. Uh, and then, ironically, the next article that popped up right after this fucking bubbles thing was this Basquiat painting that sold for one hundred and ten million dollars. And I'll tell you why this is ironic. This was a p. This is the highest artwork sold in the entire world, right? It's the highest piece of art sold in the entire world. Only a couple pieces have sold for $100 million plus. I think, and it went to some like weird Japanese businessman. Not anybody cool where you're just like, oh, Jay-Z and Beyonce bought it. Because I thought they would have, to be honest with you. Right. Um, but I, I, they were worth, I looked them up, they're worth $1.16 billion. That one painting would be a tenth of their, their earnings. Yeah. So... Uh, I don't. I don't think they're gonna drop the bomb on one Basquiat and take out a tenth of their fortune. No, I think they're a little smarter than that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this Japanese businessman did it, but but you know who bought shit like this on a whim was Michael Jackson. Yes. So you know he bought the elephant mo- the elephant man uh, his, his bones. bones. Um, he bought a bunch of weird shit like that. Mm-hmm. So like him going out and saying, "I need this one hundred and ten million dollar Basquiat." Wouldn't have been surprising to me. No. Would not have, like, not for the, like, one second would I have been like, oh, man, that's weird that Michael Jackson, no, absolutely not. No. Like, and he probably would have put it in his bathroom. Just be like, hey. But not even hanging up, he would just, like, put it in the tub. Yeah, yeah, just, just, just hanging Just, like, up, leaning like, in the tub. Leaning in the tub, and they're like, hey, no. hey just with a and sign I that never says, never use it. Please don't use the water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My Basquiat's don't in there. Don't turn on the shower. Don't turn on the shower. My, they my put Basquiat's in Basquiat there. Basquiat in there. Hey, my, my Basquiat's in the, in the 14th bathroom. <laughs> Downstairs, could you please not use the 14th bathroom? Um, just exactly, the shower, like just the shower part. If you have to go number one, or you have and to that's go when I two, say I don't know if his family got that much money because where did all of his money go? It probably went to the Basquiat in the 14th bathroom and where the Japanese businessmen now live. Oh um, I, I don't know. Uh, like, it went to all that weird shit. Uh, look, it covered all of his debts. Um, it, you know, at one point he was living in. Um, the mansion that was owned by Christian Odogier, uh, the creator of Ed Hardy. Um, that's where he died, actually. Oh. He died in that, Michael Jackson's where he died, um, was in that mansion. And like, I, I actually, ironically, did a movie with Christian. Christian was in one of my movies. And he had a gajillion dollars. And like, he was renting that mansion to Michael Jackson for, I think it was 100 a month, $100,000 a month. And he was living there a while. You know I don't like Michael Jackson, right? I, I, I'm torn. Like his music is genius. He is a he was a musical genius. Sure. Him as a person was fucking weird and shitty. And I don't I don't really know the real story about all of these fucking kids and all that shit. Uh, is it almost like Bill Cosby though? Like enough came forward that like in my mind, it's yes. true, in right? My, yes. Are we really gonna be like they're all lying? No, like, no, 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 no. In my mind, like yeah. he, he did. But in yes. others, I don't know. So like it, it's it's hard. It, like if I see people being like, I love Michael Jackson, I don't shit on them because it was 
He never went like he had a he had one. But trial. I didn't also like love him in he had any one way. public trial, if you remember. And yes. he was he was, he was not, in like Santa Barbara. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, not yeah. guilty. And, uh, you know, his lawyer uh-huh. was Johnny Cochran. Yes, Johnny um, Cochran. And also it was in Santa Barbara. So. Yeah. And then he got on top of the limo and did the spin move and the dance and the whole shit after he was mm. not guilty. And the place went bug fuck. Um, yeah, but like I didn't yeah, like I'm saying, I just, the rest like, of the, the rest of the like victims him. were 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 paid off. Uh, you didn't like his music. I mean, I wasn't like, oh my god, boy, genius. I know he changed the game. He, well, he didn't. Yeah, not for me. He didn't like shape. Fuck. He didn't shape any. He shaped everybody, though. Okay. I, I mean, I, indirectly, I'm sure. I think he musically. I, I, indirectly, again, fuck his personal life. Yeah. I, I think musically, he shaped the lot like every every black artist after him. Mm-hmm. I really genuinely believe that. Where it's like you go from Kanye to jay-z to beyonce to i mean not only from from what his his stage presence was but also the music and pop and hits and the importance of making hits because he put a lot of importance on not just making like an indie album where it's like look prince is my end all be all everybody knows that i love prince prince got to a point where he wasn't making music for the people anymore he was making music for himself right uh, which is fine you know there's a there, there is certainly a place for that in this world that is dope as fuck and and look I, I will always love prince for doing that however you don't have a string of hits like print like like uh, prince does not have the catalog that michael jackson has hit wise mm-hmm. where if you go back and you're like fuck you could play off the wall on re- like front to back on repeat where you're like god damn every song was a hit you could play uh uh, bad you can play mm-hmm. bad off i mean just off the gets where you're like goddamn every song was a hit like i mean he, he had tons of those albums where you're just like jesus christ it's not a popular thing it's not a like popular thing to say but like i didn't like if you if i were to like put i don't want to ever put on michael jackson and just like list you know what i mean just like yeah Ever. Yeah, but it's it, he, he, he is one of those artists. So if he comes out on a, a party or a club, mm-hmm. everybody stops and they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. This was my jam. Let's let's go. Except and for it me. doesn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Except except for you. Um, <laughs> but he's one of those people. Every single person on this earth. Any country like he fuck Japan, Africa, like Michael Jackson was and like, he went to the ends of the world where it was just like. Kids were killing each other and fucking, you know, passing out in China where it was just like, oh, my God, Michael Jackson. Like, you put on a Michael Jackson song everywhere in the world, no matter where you are, and it feels comfortable. It feels like home where you're like, oh, fuck. All right, cool. I might be in Germany with a bunch of weird people I don't know. You put on Michael Jackson, everybody in that club will be like, God damn. All right, cool. Yeah. We're cool. Like, it's Michael Jackson. And I don't know too many artists that are like that now. Or, or from back then where you're like, shit. Uh, he, that, I mean, that guy was in a class of his own. 311, <sighs> I think. Amber is the color of the energy. Whoa. When that comes on, I mean, people just... Kill themselves. Um, but uh, I he, mean, I hear you. I just like... He was one of those people. And I think, you know, if you're trying to go as a comparison to today, maybe Beyonce. Beyonce has that reach of worldwide. Um, but not, I still don't even think it's the, to the extent of what Michael Jackson had. Um, we don't, we just don't have that anymore. Right. There isn't that one transformative artist to your like, Oh shit. Cause Beyonce makes this last album was a weird fucking album. It was great. Um, it was a really great album. That lemonade album mm-hmm. It's really great, but it was just like, you know, it was very militant and black and like, hey, I'm going to do this, this shit. And these are for my people. Whereas Michael Jackson never did that he always made hits for the universe right because that's what he grew up in and that you know that time that he grew up in you made music for everybody you weren't making artistic choices for yourself because it's you know in a lot of cases it's a career killer you don't come back from that if you make a fucking artistic choice of like hey i'm gonna do what i want some fans won't follow you back for that third one where they're like oh you can go fuck yourself on that right Still remember that artistic piece of shit you made. Right. Uh, one of my favorite bands, M83, their first two albums front to back was fucking incredible. The third album was called like junk or garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally. 
and it was called garbage or junk one of the two Mm -hmm. and it really was fucking just garbage junk yeah Yeah. i was just like fuck man Mm -hmm. um so i i I don't know where they come back now like i I don't know when their next shit's coming out i haven't heard anything about it i was like i don't know if that nuke them they usually learn they usually learn from that that failed like oh we tried that okay here we are we're back guys like yeah i mean prince you know they hope you hope that people follow you down your your artistic artistic rabbit path but you know if not you're like well i tried and then that album will weirdly become like big later on like hopefully they were you know ahead of their time i don't know yeah Uh, i mean i don't know who's gonna do it now i don't know who those people are like in, in today's crop of artists like who is it? That's yeah, like Bruno Mars isn't the guy that's gonna be the next Michael fucking no, Jackson. Like no, 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 no. Katy but Perry. No, no. But uh, I, I think you were right on on track with Beyonce, as far as like just killing, like as far as albums and hits and presence and global like notoriety. Like I, I think she could get there. She's yeah she's on her way we'll see uh it's it's weird because money gets in the way now too where it's uh you you know you're looking at touring like jay-z just signed a deal with live nation for 200 million Mm dollars so he has to for for 10 years so he's got to tour a certain amount over the next years to get this two 200 million dollars well we don't have any new jay-z music right now yeah are we going to does this mean he's going to put out new albums Mm -hmm. maybe um, or is he just going to tour and play his hits? Cause look, even if he does, it's still a fucking sellout across the nation where it's like, you know, I went to a Jay-Z show. I want to say maybe five years ago it was, he doesn't, he doesn't tour all that much five or six years ago. And every song was a fucking hit for two hours where I was like, Jesus Christ. It, I mean, it's impressive where you're right. like, fuck. I mean, it got toward the end and he was like, all right, I'm going to speed through my next 20 hits because it's there's too many. I can't play these all. And he said that. He physically like he said that. And it was just like, all right, asshole. And then the DJ started playing, and he rapped about 30 seconds of 20 different songs. And you were like, oh, my God. Like After the third or fourth one, you're like, oh, my God. You did, yeah. That's right. You did do that. You did do that. You're like, you did all that. That's, that's amazing. Um, but look, he was a fucking OG. He was, a, like, he was an original and uh, still pumping out music to this day. Uh, and with that, we'll get to the revolutionary figure of the day. Okay. Um, this was this was a this was an OG in his own right. Um, this is fucking. We're going out to Andre the Giant tonight. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Andre get, the Giant I, would have I, been seventy-one years old today. I get. Um, I fucks with. I fucks with. Uh, Andre the Giant. Yeah, man. If you've ever questioned how big Andre the Giant was, just Google Andre the Giant holding a beer can. Oh yeah, it's hilarious. And it'll change your whole perception of like, oh my god, he really was a giant. Uh, Princess Bride. I mean, come on. Yeah, and a little known fact: he holds the the world drinking record for beers. Oh, he was a fucking p- poonhound party machine. animal. The guy was a machine. Um. I don't know. I don't know what an animal he was. I saw an interview with Hulk Hogan. Yes, he would drink all the time. No, no, no. He would. Oh, I, I don't oh, know oh. if he was out just fucking popping pussy though. Like that's you know. I think it was a little bit weird. Of, I think he was a little bit of a poon hound. Yeah. The weird. ladies loved. Who doesn't want to get cradled by a giant? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> as a, as a as a lady, you know what I'm talking about, girls. So it's true. You know, you may not do anything but he he definitely got a lot of attention and he fucking drank his face off constantly it was something like 140 beers yeah it was, was like, and he's like still fine he's like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was fine he was fine he was drinking like alcoholic like mixer like oh he would drink fifths and like yeah in between those yeah. those beers and mm-hmm. like he was a fucking animal and uh, i saw this interview with hulk hogan a few weeks back where they asked him to describe how great Andre the Giant was or how big he was and he was just like man he goes I don't think you understand what a legend that guy was in our business and he goes uh, you know as WWF took off around the world he goes we did travel and do all these you know events all around the world because everybody wanted to see him Andre the Giants and uh, you know Macho Man Randy Savage and those guys and they were like dude he goes back then there was no you know you're not flying private you're flying commercial 
And he goes, yeah, you get first class. But you're seven feet four or whatever the fuck you are in first, in first class. Like nothing, nothing, nothing is ever going to be comfortable for you. You're, you're taking these I long mean, trips nothing. overseas, all of this shit. Beds, chairs, anything, anything, anything. And, and they were like, you know, uh, people mentioned how much he drank all the time and all this other shit. Mm. It was like, if you're that height and you're this uncomfortable all in your time. life every single day is like, dude, that's all you could do to get through the fucking day, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Because when he said it, I was like, oh, it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had like obviously a ton of back problems and all that shit. And, you know, he died early. But yeah, uh, fuck, man, this one, this one goes out to Andre the Giant, dude. You uh, I love it. You you changed my childhood. The the, the Hulkamania years. Um, it wasn't my favorite. Obviously, my favorite is, is, is Randy Savage and Ric Flair. But uh, yeah, those are my one twos. Um, but uh, three fours. Three fours for me is uh, Hulkster and Andre. Like that's that's where my heart lies. Okay, it's heavy, heavy. This heart. I wanna be and it's a where she lies. Maniac. Yeah. Fun with my family and friends. Ah, uh, so good, so good. Even this day. And friends, and friends. Hey, why don't you come down to Latoya's house and tell me how to party? <laughs> I can't wait for the bubbles movie. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, I'll be I'll, like, I'll look. I'll be better this week. I will be better this week. Um, a lot hey, of, show a lot must of go on. Pills going through my body. The yeah. show goes on. Show goes on. Show goes on. Okay. Uh, for the Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is the Revolution. Go to rosspattersonrevolution.com for all your sweet T-shirt needs. And if you want to send anything weird into the show, go to P.O. Box uh, 3793, Wilmington, North Carolina, 28406. Uh, we love you. Good, we love you guys. <laughs> good night. Boy, those pills are really kicking now in. Now they're kicking really in. Really kicking right. in. Good, good night. night.